Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives. And I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio areas, having defended that title after better than 31 years. So straight up, we're talking Terrence Crawford, shining on HBO, of course, from his Hometown of Omaha, Nebraska, setting up a fight with the soon-to-be-retired Manny Pacquiao. Took the money and ran against Floyd Mayweather. Actually, uh, took the money dearly. He didn't run, just escaped. I mean, it was it was a heist. It was. I mean, think about it. Pacquiao enters the ring with a severely torn right rotator cuff muscle. Can't throw a right hook, per se. Really can't put any power on the right hand or any snap on that right hand, okay? That's 50% of his arsenal. That's his lead hand. That's maybe more than 50% of his arsenal. And bottom line is, he went in there knowing he couldn't win. And Floyd probably was going to beat Floyd Mayweather anyway, but I would have preferred to see him at close to 100%, not like 50 or 60%. Bottom line is, he wants to bow out. They're talking about a fight with Amir Khan, but Amir Khan, of course, is with the the uh, rival of top rank, top rank's rival being Al Heyman, a premier boxing champion. So it looks like Pacquiao and Crawford, that's both an in-house top rank promotion. That's going to seal off uh, Manny Pacquiao's goodbye song because he's probably not going to beat Terrence Crawford. I don't think so. Manny hasn't. He's lost a step. I mean, look at him. He looks like Emmanuel Pacquiao, the bus driver. Not Emmanuel Pacquiao, the fighter. Emmanuel Pacquiao, the congressman, soon to be a senator. Bottom line is Manny Pacquiao, one fight and he's out. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You can hit me up on the uh, Twitter thing. And, of course, that address is at Ring Talk. And the Skype line is Sports Byline and the number two. This is Ring Talk on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Hey, sports fans, it's time to take football to a whole new level. Put the excitement back in the game and put your money where your mouth is. Real Vegas odds and incredible player props make MyBookie your best bet this season. Did the game already go off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie offers in-game live betting on all your favorite sporting events. Create your account today. Right now, the baseball playoffs are in full swing. Don't just watch the game, be a part of it. It's time to get off the sidelines and start winning today. We guarantee fast, convenient payouts over the phone or online. MyBookie is the best website for all of your wagering needs. Call now at 844-900-BETS. Enter promo code USA. That's USA. And receive a 100% bonus. That's 844-900-2387. Or go online to MyBookie.lv to open an account and start winning today. Only the biggest. Only the best. Only at MyBookie. Sign up today. 
Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. This is Jim Rockford. At the tone, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue your ass. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Remember Leon Spinks? Neon Leon? The man that defeated Muhammad Ali in 1978, maybe, yeah, 78, 77, somewhere around there, for a, uh, the heavyweight title of an upset 15-round decision. Of course, Ali comes back and beats him in a rematch. Probably Ali's uh, last decent fight, his last big win, anyway. His last win. Um, of course, after that was Larry Holmes and the farewell fight with Trevor Burbick, the drama in the Bahamas. But the bottom line is, Leon Spinks was a, uh, a colorful character. I'll tell you a little story about Leon Spinks. Leon Spinks lived in the house that Diana Ross used to live in, Diana Ross being Diana Ross of the Supremes, Diana Ross and the Supremes. Actually, all three Supremes, Mary Wilson, Florence Ballard, and Diana Ross, all lived on the same street in Detroit, Michigan, a little suburb of Detroit. Anyway, a nice part of Detroit. And uh, big mansions, that kind of stuff. And Emmanuel Stewart lived across the street. So after Diana Ross moved out, she went to Hollywood. Uh, Leon Spinks, the then heavyweight champion of the world, bought the house across the street from Emmanuel Stewart, bought the Supremes' house. Anyway, he's rocking and rolling over there. Leon's doing his thing. So Emmanuel's over at his house across the street. And one summer night, he hear, one summer night, he hears some screaming. It's about eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. He goes, oh, oh, help me, help me. Bam, bam, bam. Help me. here! like somebody's just getting beat. This man is screaming for his life. Help me, please. God, help me. God, help me. Oh. And you hear somebody going, oh, yeah, you don't like that? You like that? Anyway, 
Emmanuel grabs a gun and runs over there thinking that somebody's, you know, breaking in Leon's house or maybe he's trying, trying to kill the champ or something like that. So he goes running over there. No, he goes to get a gun, and his wife stops him from getting the gun. So he has to go over there without a gun. He's a little bit frightened. He says, man, I'm scared. All this stuff going on. I don't know what's going on over there. Somebody could have been killing him. That's what I thought. Anyway, it turns out Emmanuel opens up the back door to the kitchen, and there's Leon Spinks on the floor. And his uh, uh, heavyset wife is sitting on his chest, and she's beating him with a frying pan while his girl, while her girlfriend stands there and kicks him in the head. So if you wonder why little uh, Neon Leon's a little funny, uh, maybe it wasn't the uh, punches, per se, in his boxing career. Maybe it was the fact that his wife hit him over the head with frying pans while, his girlfriend, or, uh, while her girlfriend kicked him in the head. Anyway, so the uh, Mrs. Spinks at the time, not the nicest woman in the world at that point in time. There was some liquor involved. And she says to him, when Emmanuel walks in, he goes, hey. She goes, hey, blood, you want some? Emmanuel said, no, no, no. Emmanuel went back across the street, and that was that. Of course, Leon Spinks, heavyweight champion, just for a minute. Then he fought Larry Holmes and got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. That was probably the meanest stare down in the history of boxing. Larry Holmes staring down, uh, staring down Larry, Larry Michael, uh, staring down Leon Spinks. That was just that was frightening. It really was. Of course, Larry Holmes and Michael Spinks said that controversial fight, the uh, the first fight. A lot of people think it should have been a draw or maybe that Larry deserved a nod there. But, you know, Spinks did his thing. Spinks was moving around, and, of course, he was the only light, light heavyweight ever to win the heavyweight championship at that point in time. Big move um, from Michael Spinks, but when he, fought, when he fought Mike Tyson, I thought he took, a, took an early shower there. I mean, I thought I saw him get hit on the shoulder, on the arm. He took, and they won, like, the fight was called, uh, one, uh, well, anyway, once in, it was called, it was, it, it was supposed to be the greatest fight of all time. It lasted like a minute and a half, minute and 31 seconds, about 91 seconds. Okay, the bottom line is Michael Spinks didn't want to fight that night. He just didn't want to. He really didn't. It was called once and for all. It was called once and I'll fall. That's what happened. He just fell. Anyway, Spinks, of course, coming back and doing some things. I remember in Vegas we were together at the uh, at Johnny Taco's gym training after the uh, after the uh, Mike Tyson fight. He wasn't a heavyweight champion anymore, obviously. And he wasn't really fighting anymore. He never retired after that. But he was still in the gym. He was working with guys and having some fun down there. And he was a fun Spinks to be around. I mean, I was around Corey Spinks when Corey Spinks was at his uh, pinnacle, if you can call it that, the 154-pound IBF championship when he was in St. Louis. Of course, I was there when he lost to, to Zab Judah. That was a big upset, man. We had went to, we had went to East St. Louis. St. Louis, actually, Spinks was from East St. Louis, which is a different town from St. Louis. It's a rough, rough, rough neighborhood. Don King told me, Pedro, don't you be foolish, boy. Don't you go into, don't you go in East St. Louis. I don't go in East St. Louis, not even with Isidore and a gun. Okay, Don. I couldn't wait to go to East St. Louis, okay? So I fired up my uh <laughs> I fired up my cameraman, Fabio Flores, and got his cameras out and video cameras, all that kind of good stuff. So we're looking for the main streets of East St. Louis, because we're gonna film this piece on Corey Spinks, okay, the son of Leon Spinks, right? It's then the world champion like 2004, somewhere around there. So we go driving around East St. Louis and see some abandoned mansions, and there were some nice shops and got to buy some old vintage black clothes, that kind of good stuff, sort of super fly stuff. I mean, stuff that you haven't seen on the West Coast in like 25, 30 years, 40 years. Anyway, the bottom line was we were having a great time, and I said we need to go look for some some thuggery. We need to you know, look the mean streets of East St. Louis. So anyway, we're driving around. It didn't take us long to find the mean streets of East St. Louis. You have to do a couple blocks off the main drag, and bam, you're there. And believe it or not, we saw these guys, and they were hanging around, about six or seven guys on the corner. So I said, those are the guys we want to shoot, you know, with the camera, okay, with the camera. 
So anyway, uh, Fabio gets the camera together, and we roll around the block one more time for a second lap. And as we come around the second time, I stop the car because Fabio's filming these guys, right? And, you know, because the idea is from the mean, mean, the mean streets of East St. Louis. Got to have some, some pictures, some video of the mean streets. Well, the mean streets were these guys pulled guns on us and said, MF, you want us to shoot us? Are you getting out of the Bible? Anyway, yeah, we ran. We got in the car. I, zzz, just laid scratch out of there. No looking back. But the bottom line was Don King was right. Don't ever go to East St. Louis. So Spinks knocked out last night. Leon Spinks the third. The Leon Spinks the third by knocked out by Emmanuel Robles. Robles now 14-0, only four knockouts. Um, pretty, you know, knocking out Spinks in the second round. Leon the third generation Spinks now 11-3-1, seven KOs. You know, Michael was the only one that could really, really go as a pro. I mean, Leon Spinks was okay as an amateur, but as a pro, he never really was much. Yeah, he owns that, that decision over Muhammad Ali, but I think it, I really think Muhammad Ali lost that fight on purpose. I really do. In order to gain the fight back a third time, the title back a third time, I just had to think so, man, because he was just so ill-prepared. And when he came back, the or, or flabby and that kind of stuff, and when he came back the second time, I mean, he, he looked trim and he, he did his thing and he handled Spinks pretty pretty easily. So the bottom line was, had he been in shape even at the age of 36 years old, and that's what Ali was when he really retired against Leon Spinks, 36 years old. When he came back against Larry Holmes, he was 38, got lit up, got beat up, TKO 10. They didn't come out for the 11th round. Angelo Denis said, no more. My guy was uh, not going to get hurt any further. And, of course, Larry Holmes pitching a shutout. Ali might have won the 7th round when he got up on his toes, but maybe, maybe, maybe. You can maybe give that to him. Outside of that, it was all Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes, of course, telling me many times on this show how how excruciatingly painful it was for him to do that, to beat on his mentor, to beat on to beat on Ali. Because you know, I think that Larry Holmes was probably the greatest heavyweight greatest heavyweight of all time. And people laugh when I say that, but I say that with sincerity. And the reason why I say this is is that you know when I watched him spar with Muhammad Ali back when Ali was coming back for the Foreman fights and. And the phrase, I mean, just Larry Holmes was just so much better than him. I mean, Larry was slapping a little bit and holding back his punches, but Larry was just so much better than Ali at that point in time. And I think that had uh, had things gone right, Larry Holmes would have fought Muhammad Ali a little bit earlier, but they wanted to do things the way they did him. Don King laid it out. Of course, Holmes was going to take over after uh, Ali had retired. And, of course, Ali retired after the Sphinx fight. And then, you know, I mean, Norton and Holmes threw down for 15 rounds. Of course, Holmes coming away with that, that epic win at the Caesars Palace Sports Pavilion on HBO. I mean, what a fight that was. Norton and Holmes, man, they went for it. The late Ken Norton, my buddy Kenny. Never forget, we're on one New Year's Eve. I'm telling stories today. One New Year's Eve, we're in uh, Miami, Florida. It was, yeah, it was Miami, Florida. We're in Miami, Florida, and we're, we're, we're doing the disco thing. And, you know, Ken's not, Ken's not really all that, that uh, 100% per se because he got in that car accident. Never was really the same after that. His speech was affected. And anyway, he was a great guy. So we're in this disco. And these chicks come over, and they're talking, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, I'm Ken Norton. I'm former heavyweight champion of the world. So anyway, here he is. He's got to be close to 55 or 60 years old, right? He puts a chick on each arm and pulls him up. I kid you not. Two chicks hold him up as I took the picture. The great Ken Norton. May he rest in peace. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. 1-800-878-7529. So Crawford, a winner last night, uh, 27-0, now setting up the fight, of course, with Manny Pacquiao, Gennady Golovkin, a winner last week over David Lemieux, Miguel Cotto, and Canelo uh, Alvarez going November 21st. That's really the big fight as far as boxing is concerned for the rest of 2015. But Premier Boxing Champions got a card Friday night on Bounce TV. Check out Bounce TV. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 
The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, the precious metal IRA specialists. Call Birch Gold Group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold IRA can offer stability, protection, and the peace of mind that your life savings, which you've worked so hard to build, is safe. Call 888-221-0010 and receive Birch Gold's free information kit, which offers the best-kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold. Call 888-221-0010. That's 888-221-0010. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Just what do you think of him as a fighter, huh? His footwork's lousy. He can't count a punch, his timing stinks, and he doesn't breathe properly. But you'll like him as a person. He has a nice smile. You know, that card that Leon Spinks III got knocked out on, that was Bobby D. Bobby D. Philippe, of course, the pizza king of San Diego, California, the guy they used to work for back in the 90s, the 80s. That's when they, they fired out Bernstein and hired me. That sort of ruined me in broadcasting. He goes, Al made sure I never got a gig after that. Or he tried his best to make sure I never got a gig after that. Anyway, Bobby DeFilippis uh, had a card, of course, Leon Spinks getting drilled last night by Emmanuel Robles, I believe. And um, on the same card, Pat Russell has decided to retire as referee. I mean, he's going to work as a judge to so retired as a referee. And, you know, we've had our issues over the year. But, man, he is a good referee. He really is. I mean, if I had a guy that was that was fighting... 
I want Pat Russell in there because I know Pat Russell would be fair and straight. Although he does tend to, he, I think I don't know. I, you know, a lot of guys. It's tough to know when to pull the trigger. He doesn't pull the trigger too soon. He doesn't pull the trigger too late. So I guess he pulls the trigger at the right time. But all referees, you know, it's really such it's such a such a a thin line between being right and being wrong, or being right and being possibly wrong when you stop a fight. But Russell. His history is there, and I think he deserves his props. And I think I'll see him this week in Orlando, Florida, and I wish him the very best in his retirement as a referee. He's one of the best. I remember his big breakout fight was in 1996, the Marco Antonio Barrera-Kennedy McKinney fight. That was at the L.A. Forum. That was the first boxing after dark card. I think it was February 1996. First boxing after dark card ever. I did Ring Talk Live worldwide in the Forum offices. Forum Boxing was located across the street. Inglewood was sort of... Hoodish back then. I don't know how it was looking now, but it was sort of hoodish back then. And it was so cool, man. It really was. Walking around the L.A. Forum with people like Jerry West of the Lakers. You know, he was a GM back then. And you see all these, you see Kareem once in a while coming down there. I mean, man, I spent a lot of time in the Forum, and those are some great memories. Anyway, back to San Diego. Bobby D. Philippus and Pat Russell. Wish Pat Russell all the best in his retirement. I hope to see him this week. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Time to talk a little bit of MMA. And, you know, how can I put this? The MMA world is not on fire right now because, uh, because I don't know why. I really don't. I mean, there's there's plenty of fighters out there. There really is. I mean, there are guys out there that that can take the mantle and and do main events, but they don't seem to be putting these fights together. They they just cut some guys, like twelve guys, including in the Ultimate Fighter winner of one of their reality TV shows. So they're cutting people. And, of course, they've got this big lawsuit that they're facing, and nobody knows really how that's going to go because, you know, Zufa, the Zufa Sports, the company that owns UFC, they never opened up their books before. We never know how much money they get. never know how much money the fighters get. And there's always rumor this or rumor that or rumor this or rumor that. But now they've got to open up their books, and that's going to be interesting. Of course, this suit brought by fighters like Nate Corey and Kyle Kingsbury, we've heard on the show a few times, more than a few times, and uh, Kung Lee, who's been on the show in the past, I mean, all three of these guys are launched a class action lawsuit and say, you know, that they feel that that they've been wrong, that the, you know that the, that the USC has been like a plantation for them, and they just they, they can't work under those slave conditions, and they were abused under those slave conditions, and and that Dana White is a slave master. So that's that's the way they stand. Let them see what's happening, what happens when it goes to court and gets in front of a, a jury in Nevada, because it will eventually get there. Um, Want to mention. Earlier in the month, of course, Daniel Cormier successfully defending the interim light heavyweight championship, but the champion is back. John Jones has been reinstated after that car accident. He took place in uh, May, I believe, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The lady was hurt. He settled that. No jail time. Paid a fine. Do some community service. Good luck to John. John's a bad dude. Straight up, Danny Cormier got beat up by Daniel, by uh, John Jones in January of this year. Got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. Lost every round. And I thought he was going to actually get Jones. I thought he would out-wrestle Jones, get Jones down. But Jones was just way, way, way too strong at UFC one night, uh, yeah, at UFC earlier in the year. So what I'm trying to say is when they do hook up in 2016, and Cormier is saying, oh, you know, I'm going to do something else before I fight John Jones. Yeah, well, guess what? You better have another title fight in between if you want to make some money because John Jones is going to beat you. I think John Jones will beat you. If you fought 11 times, John Jones will beat you 12 times. It's just the way it is. And as far as Alex Gustafson's concerned, the Swede, of course, coming up short uh, the second time in title fights, came up short against Jones, came up short on uh, USC 192 in a split decision to Cormier. So you've know, you got to give him some props, Gustafson. He's tough. He's rugged. He only wants to fight for the title. 
Uh, he thinks he deserves up there. He doesn't want to be a contender. If I can't be a champion, I really don't want to fight. That's sort of a that's that's the way you got to. That's the attitude you sort of got to have if you want to be at the top. The upper echelon of MMA or boxing. If you don't have the attitude, the upper echelon of any sport. If you don't have the attitude, guess what? It ain't happening. Going last night to uh, UFC Fight Night. Louis Smoke, of course, beat Patty Holahan. It wasn't a successful uh, homecoming for the Irish lad as Patty got submitted in round number two with a rear naked choke. Uh, Louis Smoke, of course, and Patty were moved up to the main event after Dustin Poirier and uh, Joseph Duffy was pulled. Of course, Joseph Duffy, the hometown lad, another Irish guy that, that has a hold to win over the interim, uh, the interim UFC featherweight champion, Conor McGregor. Uh, Joseph Duffy suffered a concussion last Sunday, last Saturday, sparring in the last sparring match before the uh, before the match, suffered a concussion. So him and Dustin Poirier, that entire fight was just pulled off the card, and the Smoka and Hollihan fight moved up to uh, the main event. Of course, flyweights, not most, not the most exciting thing in the world. I don't know why. Maybe it's the champion. Maybe it's so dominant that, you know, that he's just not that exciting. Norman Park was in the co-feature, a lightweight, uh, defeated Rezi Madadi, a unanimous not across the board. Zach Attack Young wasn't too high on this card. And seeing there's no chicks on the card, I wasn't too high on it either. Got to have chicks on the card, man. Speaking of chicks, of course, chicks coming into play on November the 15th. But before we go to that, in Australia, they go to Brazil. Of course, the battle of the, the former steroid kings. We're talking about Dan Henderson, Vitor Belfort. Vitor Belfort, a guy that had that steroid clause, that exemption thing where steroid replacement therapy was being uh, was part of his thing, and, and he's up there in his 30s. He's got to be 35. and Because uh, he wasn't pr- producing testosterone like a normal man would at 35 because he abused his body and took analog steroids. Anyway, Dan Henderson, same thing. He's like over 40 years old. And he's like, he God, you know, when, when these guys are on their drugs, they look like they're 28, 30, 32 years old max. They really do. The bodies are there. The tones there. The reflexes are there. It's just, it, it just, it just rolls back the clock with the human growth hormone and anabolic steroids. If you use some EPO as well to get your, uh, your, uh, oxygen level up, man. I mean, you're just a, I'm fighting machine. You're just an absolute fighting machine. But Vitor Belfort and Ben uh, and Dan Henderson uh, allegedly they're going to be tested down there in uh, in Brazil under the new UFC rules. Now the UFC rules are pretty stringent in that if they find you guilty of of steroids the first time you're suspended 2 years. Of course, that didn't happen to Anderson Silva earlier in the year and Anderson Silva of course was uh <clears throat> caught with taking not one but two anabolic steroids in that fight against uh Nick Diaz. Of course, Nick Diaz tested positive for marijuana. He got 5 years. He got a 5-year suspension. And and Anderson Silva got like an eight-month suspension. Come on, man! One guy's doing weed to relax. <clears throat> He's got some emotional issues, and and the weed's prescribed by a doctor, and all this kind of good stuff. And it's not a in a performance enhancing drug. He gets five years, and the other guy gets like six months for two anabolic steroids. Come on, man! And God knows how dirty he was in the past. You really, really don't know. But Vitor Belfort and Dan Henderson, that's the main event down there in Brazil, San Paulo, Brazil. And uh, Glover Texaria is in the co-main event. He could fight. He's a light heavyweight. I thought that maybe I had a ch- might have had a chance against uh, John Jones, but somehow he seemed to fizzle on the way to the title. And Patrick Cummins is going to be his opponent. Thomas Almeida is a bantamweight. He's 135 pounds taking on Anthony Burchak. Of course, Texaria, a light heavyweight, that is uh, 205 pounds. Vitor Belfort now fighting in 185 pounds with Dan Henderson, the former Strikeforce champion. So those both guys have held titles in the past. Again, no chicks on the card. What's going on, Dana? Bring back more chicks. More chicks on the card. Of course, chicks going down. (laughs) 
the uh, the 15th of November. I'm talking about the Etihad Stadium, Melbourne, Australia. Ronda Rousey, of course, the queen of MMA. The actually the most prolific fighter in MMA right now. And maybe she'll turn out to be the most prolific fighter in MMA history. That's pretty crazy. I mean, who would have thought that? But, of course, I said these things three, four years ago, three years ago. I said, you know, I said, this lady's going to be, this lady's special. She's going to be like this. Um, she's going to be special. And, and, oh, yeah, Pedro, you just like, you like talking to her because she's a chick. No, 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 no. I like talking to her because she's a great interview. Because she's grown beyond me now. But she's a great interview. I mean, when I see her now on TV doing the HBO or, or, um, or ESPN or Fox TV, I mean, she's all over the place, man. I think that she's a, a superstar. I think she tells it like it is. I think she's got the attitude that a lot of men wish they had. So men can live uh, sort of sort of through Ronda Rousey. I mean, and chicks as well. Now chicks have got a chick they can look at and say, man, this chick's the baddest chick on the planet. And she can beat a lot of guys. She's the baddest chick on the planet. So, you know, women are getting into this MMA thing because of Ronda Rousey and Paige Van Zandt. Of course, Paige Van Zandt going December the 10th. That'll be in Las Vegas at the Cosmopolitan. We'll talk about that in a minute. But more chicks. Chicks in MMA, I think, are happening. I really do. I think Ronda Rousey and Holly Holmes going down there, of course. And Jenna Jay's on that card as well. Jenna Jay is a fantastic fighter. Man, she's like, she's almost as good as Rousey. Seriously, she's almost as good as Rousey. Rousey at 135, she's at 115. Jenna Zek, she's taking on Valerie Letermu. And on that same card, Mark Hunt, the throw in Samoan, taking on Antonio Silva. Antonio Silva, um, how can I put this? If you put a picture of King Kong and Antonio Silva side by side, you'd probably be hard-pressed to figure out who is better looking. Kid you not. He looks that much like a gorilla. Anyway, Silva taking on Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt, the throwing Samoan. Hopefully the throwing Samoan, not the slowing Samoan, when he takes on Antonio Silva. Of course, that's going to be on uh, the pay-per-view card. The Uriah Hall and Stefan Schuvern separate bouts, a middleweight and heavyweight bout. That rounds out the pay card. The preliminary card on Fox Sports 1 for this UFC event with Holly Holmby, Jake Matthews, and Akbarth Ariola, and a couple other fights on the card that really, you know, I just don't know. I wouldn't go, you know, the, I, I think it's good for uh, for Australia, but, you know, pay-per-view, eh, I don't think so. Two chicks on top, four chicks on top, those fights are good, but don't put them on pay-per-view. Put them on regular TV and let people know who these women are. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, we go to Sheriff Ross McCarine talking sports, politics, the lost subject, but the bottom line is, this is my friend who paid me a dollar. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. 
Call Wall & Associates now, 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now, before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800 428 one five seven zero agents are standing by twenty four seven. So go ahead and call now. Eight hundred four two eight fifteen seventy. Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707 Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez Woo! It's gonna be good! I met my next guest quite a long time ago almost two decades ago for a former SFDA's investigator former SF supervisor for District 5 and now the San Francisco Sheriff Ross McCarrini How's life treating you, man? Wonderful. Happy Friday, and it's great to talk with you. All right. How's, how, first of all, let's get family things out of the way. How's your lovely wife, Ileana? Is she, she still acting, doing her thing, or what? Uh, Ileana just had her birthday mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, we are all celebrating together, naturally, and mm-hmm. with friends. Uh, her play, The Scandal, which was her response to the turbulence and, and uh, heavy... Uh, abuse of power by Mary Lee and others from a few years ago. Her play was a, a big success. It, sure was. It, it stopped playing in San Francisco, and now it's going to go to New York. It's been picked up in New York uh, later this year in a few months. And uh, our boy Theo is in the first grade, Spanish immersion. And, um, everybody's just so happy and healthy, which is wonderful. That's good. You know, Back in the days when you were a supervisor and we were out in District 5, and, of course, we had those fights out of the different community centers and you'd be there, you were always supportive of the community, supportive of boxing. You know, Ross, 
You've always been there. When people have asked for somebody in city government to be there, you've been there for us, and we want to give you props for that. Well, thank you. I, I heard that from a lot of people. I don't think I really recognized how much I was out there, but it was a real labor of love. And recently, somebody had even written a letter to the editor in the paper saying how they noticed I was out in the community at 3 a.m. in response to a homicide yeah. that occurred in a Western edition. Um, <clears throat> you know, I wasn't there for the press or anything. I was there to try to be just a, a representative on behalf of the community and make sense out of what was going on. And it actually turned out that every single homicide that occurred while I was a two-term member uh, of the Board of Supervisors representing District 5, I was actually at every homicide over nearly eight years. I did not know that until the end of my second term. Um, The way things are going nowadays, I mean, every single time you seem to look at the news, there's something involved with with somebody getting shot and and firearms, things like that. And, Ross, I got to tell you, I'm not trying to brag or boast, but when I was with the SFPD, if I shot somebody every time I was in fear for my life or in scared, a lot of people would be dead. Yeah, I, I I wonder what's going on. I'm not really sure what's going on. I'm actually kind of surprised in some ways how little reaction there is by the citizenry to SFPD since they're the primary responder to these kind of situations. In other cities, that's not the case. And it's a little bit of a question mark, like, you know, are people kind of zombied out? Are they kind of numb when these things are happening here? This is why, actually, as sheriff, I have now done something that's never happened before. I've certified our deputies to do patrol. I went to the state credentialing agency called POST, Peace yep. Officer Standards and Training. And this is the first time in the history of the SF Sheriff's Department um, and in San Francisco where the sheriffs are now credentialed uh, to do patrol. And I have proposed to Mayor Lee and the Police Officers Association and SFPD that we can help them augment where they might be stressed or strained in staffing and resources. So we baked the cake. We'll see if they eat it. You know, a lot of when I was growing up, sports were the answer. I mean, that got us out of the house when we were when we were kids. We were able to go to gyms, boxing gyms, flourish things like that. The opportunity is not there nowadays. Why isn't the San Francisco um, Park and Recreation Department doing something? I think there's a boxing club out in the Western Edition, and besides Ben Batista trying to struggle and do his thing, nobody else has got any support here from the city. I don't think that um, they're focused on this community anymore, where I think they're providing those kind of midnight basketball or boxing programs um, that's city-sponsored, but good people taken upon themselves to do these programs anyway. Like, you know, Carlos Slovexier in the Western Edition has got a great wrestling program um, with adolescents uh, and younger uh, in the Fillmore and Bayview communities. And I know that they're trying to get some boxing programs. I haven't seen Ben Batista in a long time, but I loved his program when it was there. Um, I'm a huge believer in it. And in my next term as sheriff, I'll start something that, is a version, I think, of the police department, but something that we can really uh, run with, and that's called the Sheriff's Athletic League. You've only heard about the Police Athletic League. Well, I think it's time that we have a Sheriff's Athletic League, and we can start promoting the kind of sports programs that are not being promoted by SFPD or SF Fire. 
you, you know, you're, 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 you're stepping on, uh, what a cherished, well, I don't know, the, these waters that you're stepping into, the POA and trying to steal any play away from them or, or making moves on programs that, that they're doing or try to do something better than them, they, they aren't the most receptive, receptive party to change. Well, that's true. They've never been receptive to me. Um, they've never endorsed me in my 11 years of elected service as a supervisor or sheriff. But they didn't support my predecessor, Mike Hennessy, either. He was sheriff for 32 years, elected eight consecutive times. Yep. They never supported the guy. Mm. Neither did the deputy unions. And hell, Mike <laughs> hired them all. So there, there's no surprise where they stand because there's a, a clique or a culture, and they like one of their own, and I'm an outsider. But I'm an outsider that, you know, that has ideas that can really help reform and make our criminal justice system more effective. And I think what threatens SFPD or kind of the old guard mentality is that they have a monopoly. And I don't think, I don't think government should ever really think in terms of monopolizing services. They should be looking at ways on how to be more effective and more efficient. And that's not what's happening in San Francisco. Wow. Ross McAroom is our guest. Of course, he is the former SF supervisor for District 5, two terms, and as I said, now the San Francisco Sheriff for one term. Going up against the Hennessy. Now, Mike Hennessy was my boss when I taught school out there at the, the county jail, the old one in San Bruno, before they built a new one. And he was a wonderful guy to be around, one of my, one of my listeners for a long, long time. But you're not running against Mike Hennessy. You're running against Vicky Hennessy. But when you look at the, the billboard, people think you're running against Mike Hennessy. It's your partner. He's endorsing you. There's no relationship. As a matter of fact, oh. there's literally no relationship. So, and their last names are spelled differently. Oh. Too. Um, so Mike Tennessee was curious, of course, about that because his former employee who worked for him for 25 years, I think it's notable that he did not endorse her. Uh, she claims to rise through the ranks of the sheriff's department, but really um, never got that high to even, um, you know, be in the executive uh, office uh, of the sheriff's department and probably very capable and will be a good representative for somebody like Mayor Lee. But my tendency, in my opinion, is the gold standard, the platinum standard of an endorsement in this race. And since he has endorsed me, it's incumbent upon me and our campaign to get the word out that he's endorsing me my opponent is not a relative or endorsed by him. And, you know, it was smart of the opposition to find somebody with a similar last name so people would just infer that she must be a relative uh, or must be an extension of the Mike Hennessy legacy, which is not the case at all. Ross McAreemy is our guest. And, Ross, I, I got to ask you this. You know, when guys get out of jail, and I've been on both sides of this fence, of course, I've got family that went to jail, and I was a police officer and worked for the sheriff's department for a while. But being on both sides, having to look at both sides of the fence, when guys get out of jail, they have nothing. I mean, the bottom line is you've tried to put together programs. I think the FBI just gave you an award. Somebody gave you this big award for putting together programs that fight recidivism, that, that, that offer, offer opportunities to these people. Because if it's hard for the normal guy to get a job and hard for the normal person to get a job, how hard is it for somebody that's been off the street for a year or so to get a job? Even harder, if not impossible. Well, you're right. We just got the only award of its kind in the United States. Harvard University flew out here less than a month ago. That's it. Um, a big ceremony in San Francisco City Hall 
where we were given the Innovation in American Government Award, along with a $100,000 check. And that award is based on the educational system that we have established in our jail system. And we're the only county jail or the first county jail to establish this. My administration has really built up on it. And we've been able to correlate how recidivism rates have dramatically dropped due to our education and vocational training inside the jail system. And Harvard considered over 450 agencies, and we're the only ones selected, only law enforcement agencies selected in the United States. And what's trippy is that the Chronicle put that on page 10, and yet if my socks don't match, I'm on the front page of the Chronicle. (laughs) But, you know, it's sort of funny, I mean, because... I, I, Donald Trump, I mean, well, Donald Trump's even trying to beat up on you. What's going on with that? Well, I've been, a, I've been a lightning rod, you know, and I've had some bumps in the roads along the way, and people try to capitalize on it. In this case, I held my ground what I considered a principled and clear-eyed interpretation of the Constitution. And I think you're referencing the Pier 14 tragedy, a horrible tragedy, where we're all at a loss in the death of Ms. Kate Steinle, um, <clears throat> allegedly by somebody who's undocumented, an immigrant undocumented, who found a weapon or stole the weapon, shot and killed Ms. Steinle. And what really came to light was the complete inconsistency or schizophrenia, probably a better way to say it, of our local laws that dictate limited contact with immigration customs and enforcement, and federal expectations on what local law enforcement should do. So I was following, and I am following, the law to the letter, as San Francisco has passed a number of ordinances, laws that have teeth, that say this is when and when you should not contact ICE. And I was following that law. But the misinformation from Donald Trump to Senator Dianne Feinstein to Ed Lee to others really became very inflammatory. And I didn't like the way that they were demonizing immigrants and undocumented populations, in particular Latino populations, uh, and me and my family. In fact, on Fox News, <laughs> on Fox News, just to, within the few days of the killing uh, at Pier 14, they had pictures of not only me but of my entire family, just dissecting me and my family in ways that was just completely unconscionable and irresponsible just to continue to sensationalize the story, which caused some nuts from around the country and wherever, you know, to kind of come after us. Talk with Ross McAreamy, of course, he's sheriff of San Francisco. And Ross, um, we, the, the, you know, the 49ers, the Giants, the, the Warriors, we're so used to winning championships up here. Aren't we just spoiled as sports fans? Oh, I don't think we're spoiled. You don't think, I mean, three world championships in five years? Come on, the Cubs are still waiting. The Cubs are going to have to wait a long time, too. I was born in, I was born in Chicago. That's why I, I brought that live, up. I used to live near Wrigley Field, man, so I know that area well. And, um, you know, it was exciting for a moment to see them get that close. But the Mets are the Mets. And... You know, and I think, the, yeah, maybe we've been a little bit spoiled, but you got to love it, especially the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors were the Cubs in some way. <laughs> so, Good you know, point. that drought that drought ended, and, you know, it's uh, it's been wonderful. I think the Warriors have a great future out of it. Ross, you've been a class act 
for all the couple of decades plus that I've known you, I mean, you've been as a class act, as supervisor, as sheriff, as friend, as as friend of the community, as a progressive person here in San Francisco. And we give you props, man, and anything I can do to get out there and help you secure this election here against Vicki Hennessy and not related to Mike Hennessy, remember that, um, I'll help you. Believe me, you're, you're like... You're like the godfather of the progressive movement. That's the way we look at you, man. We want you to know. I want, no, you're 54 years old, but I want you to sort of realize that, man. You're the guy. Don't you? I mean, I don't, I don't say that. I'm, I don't say that. Well, I don't say that. I'm not joking. I'm being, I'm being serious with you. Yeah, but there's no horse heads in the bed, man. No, but I understand that. What I'm trying to say is that we look to you as a leader in the progressive movement. You got more votes than Air Ed Lee when you guys ran the last time. Come on. Well, that's what created the tension in the first place, is what I'm told by a lot of people, that we were surprised how well we did in the 2011 election and how well we did in comparison to the votes tallied by Mayor Ed Lee in his race. So it created this weird friction and paranoia that I didn't really see. Um, but I guess it just accumulated to the point where it became um, this just nasty um, coexistence or existence in City Hall. You know, to this day, I've still never met him. You, you know I've never what, met the guy. You know what's funny is that, is that when the when Harvard came out, I guess he didn't come down and, and join in that celebration, huh? No, and Mayor Art Agnes, who's an old friend. Um, yeah, class was, act. Was, was, he's a class act. My God. Hey, the guy got shot. The guy got shot in the zebra killer. They shot him. And, and he came on to be mayor. He's an amazing dude. His former teacher, I mean, double A. You know to... the history. You yeah. know the history. That's an amazing piece of history that still most San Franciscans do not know. But if you if you look at like a former president like Jimmy Carter, who has done just angelic work around the world, Art Agnes is that version as a former mayor doing immense work since he left office over 20 years ago. Really immense um, just unbelievable work. And I'm proud, you know, to be associated with him. Um, but he was present at that Harvard ceremony, and he was just incredulous. He was in disbelief that the mayor wouldn't show up. Well, we're, and we're, I, I agree with him. We're all proud of you, Ross. Best of luck. I'll see you at the campaign party, the victory party, and that Tuesday night. All the best. The next sheriff, the current sheriff, the sheriff for a long time here in San Francisco, Ross McAroon. Ross, all the best. Thank you so much. Great to talk with you. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone. It's just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. 800 800-989-1795. 800-989-1795. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, 
We at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm off to Orlando, Florida. That's right, the WBO Convention World Boxing Organization, Paco Valcarcel, holding court down there. We're going to have some fun, talk some business, of course, talk the sport, talk what's happening in the world of boxing. I'll be back in a week, but straight up, we'll be here uh, for the Saturday show, the Sunday show, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, Johnny Taco, a.k.a. Pedro Fernandez, Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Pacific time, Sports Overnight America. This is Ring Talk, live worldwide. Until next time, much respect. Much respect. 